0: the bear radio with your host brandon johnson chris hurst and ron powers
1: mm, the bear is growling
0: It's waking up the,
1: the sound of the roar across the nation like the bear radio tonight is going to be hot there is a bunch of stuff going on in the world right now it is warming up out there and this is uh summer and the beginning of august and we are seeing some uh the major revelations major booms hit major major um uncovering happening and yeah uh, man
0: i'm just excited to
1: be here and talk about that tonight
0: oh me too me too you know it is actually just looking back the last several months has been really pleasant to cover the weekly news of, of what's been happening. You know, there was a time maybe a year ago on um, a year and a half ago where it was just all like, Oh, we're getting our butts kicked all the time. And it's just like, how much more can this be? You know, the Jan Sixers on, you know, unrighteously or evilly, you know, being treated, that's a made-up word I just made up there, <laughs> but you know they, they were just being treated like crap. And and every week we're saying, oh, these people are doing this and that. Now the last several months has been like this is being exposed, this is failing on the deep state. You know, deep state lost this uh, here. This judge sided with Trump and and things like that. And so it's been actually getting better and better. I've actually enjoyed it much uh, much more. It makes our job a lot easier when you yeah. uh, get to share good news, you know. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, absolutely. And it's interesting, you know, because it, it's a little a- ambivalent at times. Like you would say things like maybe if an American sports team lost something, you would be really sad. But it's amazing today. Lately, um, it seems like Americans are cheering on the other teams. <laughs> I don't know if You saw some of the, the clips of this, but the um, you know, United States women's soccer team who, who won't, you know, they won't, they will kneel for the national anthem they won't stand they're they're dishonoring america we kind of see some um i don't know i don't use the word karma but we've definitely seen some um justice play out where they lost and you don't normally see americans who love america booing down their own team but we got to see some of that it's actually pretty sad if you think about it you know that 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 you know our one team american team has gotten so politically activated and so anti-america that Mary, the average americans would boo their own their own team and, and be happy with their own team's loss and i saw this meme yeah actually you, you pointed me to this meme uh yeah team america at least sweden's team actually looked like women i <laughs> oh, guess gosh, gosh that's so funny
0: actually <laughs> uh, yeah i know definitely you know what speaking of that i ju- you just reminded me trump actually did an amazing uh response and it was uh he was talking about how the u.s uh, soccer team is really an embarrassment you know they didn't respect our country uh woke equals failure i and then he said nice shot megan you know and just <laughs> really uh, you know she missed the penalty kick you know, wow. and so she, I mean, she just cleared the whole, the whole box, you know, she didn't even get in and, um, you know, there's just been a lot of things, a lot of pushback with, uh, against Megan as well. She's the one with the colored hair all the time and very outspoken, uh, very prideful. And, uh, you know, one of the things I heard earlier this week was, you know, she's, she's for the transgender, you know, having these guys play in the women's league. And it's like, well, you uh, you know and i think it was megan kelly who actually was saying you know you've already made it when there was no men in the league and right. you're stayed from it because you're on your way out you know you've done all this stuff and so yeah it, d- it costs you nothing but it costs right. all these young women that are entering into soccer and other sports it could cost their whole career or even just a position altogether yeah. when you got a guy that's got an extra you know six inches over you and twice as many bloods you know red blood cells and all that stuff so you know it was just really interesting the pushback but yeah so when the u.s failed and and they lost against sweden um it was just interesting to see the president's response you know president trump and he just he's just like you know what good i'm glad you lost you know you don't represent you 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 know you're horrible and how you you uh backstab our country and stuff like that so i think it's good and and i also think it's good that when fans stand up it's really easy to support your own. You know, you, you, you look at most cities, they support the home team, right? You know, we live in the right. Bay Area. Oh, everyone's 49er, you know, and it used to be Oakland A's or, you know, San Francisco Giants and things like that. And so by default, people generally support their own. I don't know, it makes them feel better, you know. Um, but here, when you have fans that were actually glad that they lost – that tells me that they actually thought of things that were more important than quote their home team winning. Oh, we're great. We won. Well, you didn't win. You sat in this chair, paid overpriced and you watch someone else play, make right. the money, do all the work. So it's never, we, I never understood that, but you know, I guess we feel better after because it's their party, but people were willing to give that up saying, no, our team is horrible. That's it's horrible true. because look what they do. And so they were willing to stand up for principles that were higher than what's very easy to do. So I thought that was actually kind of a neat response that there was a a segment at least that really
1: happy. And it just points out you go woke, you go broke, you know, and this happened with Budweiser. It happened. If you're pushing this agenda that America, you've lost the will of the American people. You've lost the favor of the American people. When you attack America and put forth values that are clearly antithetical to what this country stands for you lose you lose supporters and uh, you know it's just 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 normal so yeah anyways but the, the, the appearance
0: know. even was it's just interesting i don't want to judge people on their appearance and stuff like that but there's is just a such a is? hardness a hardness yeah. to some of them and and not yeah. the whole team you know it's it's not even the whole team but it, some people have used it as a platform and it's just no place for that i think uh, you know, people yeah. co- go to enjoy it. They, they go to get away from the politicization of things and, uh, you know, just enjoy the talents. But, uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: this week I, I, I got away. Me and my wife got away for a day and just went, uh, to the beach and went for a bike ride. It was our 23rd wedding anniversary yesterday. So 23 years of marriage, wow. super stoked.
0: Woohoo! Go team Johnson. Yeah. And, uh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's is just awesome. wonder- It's
0: a testimony.
1: Yeah. I mean, just staying married, you know, making a covenant before the Lord and before others and being able to stay married, um, is a, is a grace of God. Um, it's a challenge. It takes a lot of hard work and, um, uh, I'm for people sticking it out and doing everything they can to fight through and to grow and to change. And I always like to tell people, you know, marriage brings out the, the best and the worst in you. Uh, yeah. I tell people, you know, Brandon, he was a nice guy before he got married. I was thinking, I'm a pretty good guy. And then I got married and realized, oh, you're, you're kind of a selfish jerk. And then, and then after about, you know, five or six years of marriage, I'm like, no, I'm a pretty good guy. And then I had a kid like, yeah, no, I'm a selfish jerk. It It pulls out the, because, you know, it draws upon you to be selfless and to think of yourself less and to focus on others. And, prop them up and care for other people. And so that, you know, that's a challenge because we, we're, we're by nature, selfish people. So that's, uh, but I'm thankful that my wife and I are together and we've worked hard to keep it, keep it going. And we're, we're definitely in love and and thankful. So.
0: Well, awesome. It's awesome to hear. Yeah. My wife and I, uh, married a little bit longer, but, um, my wife is a teacher and so she's going to be going back. She's got one more week left. So I, I tried the last two weekends to do something this weekend. We went to a little Lake actually by our place. Uh, she's never been to and, uh, did a paddle boat for two hours. And I found out she wasn't really putting much effort into the paddle and man, my legs were burning. And, and I finally just said, man, are you helping at all? She goes, well, why don't you just stop and let me see how hard it is. And, and so I, I took my feet off the pedals and, uh, cause there's two people side by side, you know? Right. And she's like, oh, you know what? I haven't been doing it at all. I'm sorry. (laughs) And and I'm like, I could barely walk. I mean, it was for me, I don't ride a bike more than 20 minutes, half hour. And that was two solid hours. I was just like, but we had fun. We had fun, you know, and that was a good time. We got to uh, talk out in the middle of the lake and pray about some things and really talk about some things that have been on our minds. Um, You know, things that have uh, been challenges for us, not us between each other but just that we face together and and so it was really a good time and so uh she'll be back to school and work and probably you know you get so busy you don't ever get those times so it's always a good time but uh anyway Uh, uh, you notice um our chris is no Yeah. yeah chris is not here she's with family away and uh she's out of state and so she's just um Enjoying being that grandparent and parent as well, and uh, so God bless her, and you know, so she's sorely missed. She's definitely one of the uh, foundations of, of most of our shows. She does so much research, and she is just like everything is typed out, and she's just ready. Um, yeah. so
1: we're, not only like that, but she does research, but she's like a major, major intercessor too. She's always praying. And I love about Chris, and she's constantly focused on like, let, how, how, how can we take this to the Lord. How can we take into the courts of heaven? How can we actually pray through this and intercede? And she's on prayer calls, three or four prayer calls a week with all over the nation and uh, interceding. And I mean, she's just an amazing woman. So we're thankful that she is part of our team and we miss her because she's not here today. So, well, you want to jump into um, some of the great stuff i mean the booms are happening man i mean
0: yeah and but, well let's start again with the tr- you know trump had had uh truth about this reaction about the loss of the soccer team but he also mm-hmm. truth about something else which yet this slide here uh why don't you read that truth while you got it there yeah that
1: this is pretty amazing so donald trump is truthing uh, a, a woman named uh, dr jan helper hayes she apparently was a Department of Defense, and Ron can tell me mo- us more about her. But she was on um, on a radio or a television um, newscast in in England, and she just released a bunch of stuff that we had believed was happening, but we weren't sure. I mean, a lot of the stuff we have to kind of like hold with, with a grain of salt because we don't know uh, all the details, and there's there's a level of deniability still kept, especially with the 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 five generation warfare that we're going through. But this is what Don Trump said about about her. Uh, Dr. Jan Halper Hayes is fantastic. Everyone has got to watch her interview on election fraud with the poor sap who got taken apart by her. Thank you, Don Jr., for putting this masterpiece out for the public to see Witch Hunt. So, um, yeah, we should play this and then talk a little bit about it. It's a fantastic video. um, Absolutely.
0: I got it loaded up. So why don't we uh, let me just load this up here. Um, yeah, I, when I first saw it, I actually did a bear pause earlier in the week where we take a pause and if something catches our attention and then we start to focus in on that. And so, um, that's exactly what I did. So yeah, let let me play it. I think what we could do is why don't we play it? And then when there's an interesting point made, I could just pause it and we could talk about it and then I'll continue on. Cause there's a lot of interesting points,
2: uh, to say the least. So to see you as always, good
3: good to see you, um,
2: There's so many people putting this down as a political conspiracy theory. But actually, there are real questions to be answered here. There are? Yeah, of course there are.
3: Of course there are. What he's being accused of, but what part do you think is to answer that the 2020 election is going to be re-litigated because of this? They've made a huge, huge mistake with this one because even though we thought what was going to happen was they were going to go after him for treason or sedition, but they did criminally charge him, but they didn't go to that extreme. As a result, he has due process so he can subpoena people and bring things in. Now let me say something about.
0: That's a huge point right there. So
1: number one, number one point.
0: Yeah. It, 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 I mean,
1: saying that he did they made a big mistake because basically, you know, there's this whole thing that we're going to see 10 days of darkness and there's going to be emergency broadcasting network and it's going to be all of the truth is all going to come out. Well, how is that all going to happen without disrupting America? Well, here's a beautiful way of it happening. Uh, they take him to court uh, for trumped up charges and they televise it because Adam Schiff is actually. Asking for this to be televised. And then all of the facts come out. I just, I could just see this happening where all the facts come out, all the subpoena power. He's able to subpoena people, question them as lawyers, and prove that they're, you know, basically just expose the deep state. That's huge, right? Yeah.
0: it's Very huge. You know, you look in the past, even, uh, and she'll get into a little bit about the election. You know, do you remember when uh, Rudy Giuliani uh, was out there and um, uh, who else was with them? Um, uh, what's her name uh she said release the kraken um uh, oh yeah sydney sydney Powell. Or, uh, sydney Powell. Yeah, yeah you know there was a lot of things that they wanted to say and they never got a chance to really present their case they got shut down well this is one of those cases that will not get shut down i mean th- he has the power to subpoena this is a very different you know criminal uh charges and, and stuff like that so this is absolutely a uh a new game that's being played here so yeah. no, let's see what's going
1: let's just watch the video and then let's talk about each of the points after it because uh, it's got, this it's,
3: 2020 okay. election is that biden is the legitimate president but he's the legitimate president of what is now the bankrupt u.s corporation
0: Boom.
3: and that was a treaty in 1871
0: we'll talk about that as well so just remember that one bankrupt corporation
3: Well, on September 12th, 2018, Mm -hmm. Trump created an executive order within that he outlined in future elections, any kind of foreign or domestic interference specifically for the 2020 election. So we say, how did he know some of these things were going to happen? Election integrity on both sides of the aisle is tough. It's really tough, but what this has done is it's opened the door for Trump to present his case.
2: Well, that's a good thing, isn't it? Because, I mean, the, because the, I mean, what we see on this side of the pond is a very difficult situation where the legal system is politicized in the United States, which is abhorrent to us over right. here. So the fact that Trump can subpoena, some people saying it's a mistake by Jack Smith, but actually he can subpoena, We you know, people can actually see evidence from both sides that's a sensible move
3: exactly and and it's a great mistake by jack smith that he's done that absolutely great see the thing is think about um uh edward snowden and all the information he had think about the fact that our military our department of defense space force if you think that they don't have the actual real results from the election then you're fooling yourself.
2: Yeah, but what we, what we do know with this is there are, we're told <clears throat> uh, uh, that there are plenty of notes from people, including Vice President um, Pence, that there are some recordings of, of Donald Trump acknowledging that actually what he said in public was nonsense, that some of these states, whether he claimed he was in, out saying it's, I mean, look, Detroit it's corrupt, it's all corrupt, the results are corrupt. And when in reality, he knew it wasn't, that's illegal. Uh,
3: But you know what? That's what someone's claiming, but that's not the fact. And that's not what Donald Trump really has ever said. He's been very, very clear. I mean, the issues were, for example, in Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court of the state of Pennsylvania stepped in and changed some of the election laws. Under our Constitution, it's only the state legislators that can do that. 2000 mules the film that came out what they did they spent over 4 million tracking the phones and the reason it's only 2000 mules is that based on the visits to the drop boxes in georgia they had to have gone over 10 times Mm -hmm. and they've got all the film for that so the thing is that um the election integrity is so different and so problematic in every single state every single state but that doesn't mean that the machines didn't do something that there were some other kind of finagling but the long and short, go ahead
2: well it, it doesn't but that's that's where conspiracy comes in is it to say well it doesn't mean that something didn't happen well there's no evidence that it happened. I no. mean, there's how many how many court cases did the Trump campaign try to bring? There's nothing's gone in his favor.
3: Okay, wait a minute. Everyone the media goes, "Oh, there were 60 60 court cases that were rejected." No. There were 3. He won two, he lost one. 57 were never heard cuz they had no standing. And standing means that the person bringing the case has to claim some kind of impact or injury. So it's really, you know, the media did that and they're great at doing that, but it, it was a fallacy in there. And the thing is that, um, you, know, you know, I sit on a task force at the Department of Defense and the thing is, they've got the goods. They've got the goods. And Trump knew that if he presented any of the goods early on, we'd have a civil war. That he really felt that the people needed to see how bad it could get.
0: Let me stop here just for a minute. Uh, there's just so much packed, um, packed. You know, I was just taking the mental notes. You know, the the first thing that uh, Jan says is uh, that there's an executive order. Now, that executive order she's talking about is 13848, and mm-hmm. I think it was in September. Uh, actually, I think I might 12th, even have 2018,
1: it, but... September 12, 2018. Executive yes. order one three eight four eight, which is showing that he suspected, believed, or knew that they were going to try to steal the election by foreign yes. or and or domestic in election interference.
0: So he basically set everything up uh to deal with uh, election fraud right at that point. And so and what's really interesting about it too was that it was to run out in twenty twenty-one and it got um it got pushed out to or 2022, and so uh, Biden had extended it from September 2022 to September 2023, coming up in the next month, month and a half. Um, so we'll see if it gets extended again, but it, it's just really bizarre that uh, Biden would even you know extend this and and i looked that up and sure enough he did extend it so it'll either be extended again or something will happen before that but it is very interesting why you would do that it it makes you wonder who's really in charge but uh so so that's the first thing that she brings out that she did she also brought out that the nsa they have everything she says she says if you don't think they have everything you know you're fooling yourself and i remember mike lindell when he was uh doing his thing on, look at all these packets and, you know, the traveling, uh, not the traveling, but the, the traffic from China to the U.S. during that election that night, you know, is everywhere with the IP addresses. Well, national security is going to have that for sure. They're going to have exactly what that is. They're going to have the packets going to China and the packets being returned from China. They have all of that. So when I think she's talking about they have it all, I think it's all that traffic. Um, obviously, you know, some, some people stuffing paper ballots in a box, they're not going to have that unless it's by, you know, cameras and, uh, and, uh, you know, just camera work. But, but I think the traffic is what she says, you know, that they got all. So, you know, that tells me another thing that that has not been really, uh, in a court of law, you know, we've tried to present it, you know, we had true, the vote out there, Really trying to make a good impact on it. Uh, she brought up 2000 Mules. That was a really yep. uh, powerful, powerful. Um, I mean, basically, I don't remember ever hearing anybody really discrediting it. It was so. Nobody it was did. Such a, yeah.
1: Could not be like, refuted. Oh, just, yeah. oh, it's a bunch of lies. It's all fake. It's not true. Don't watch it. That's what they said in the media. They didn't, there was no good refutation for whatsoever in it.
0: I thought it was a brilliant the way they did it, the the phones pinging and and they're able to track it. Uh, Basically, if you haven't seen 2000 mules, basically what they did is, as she said, is anyone that went to a Dropbox more than 10 times, that's how they got the 2000. And I think if it was like down to eight or six, it was like 53,000 mules. So there's there were a lot of people that did it partially. Or or less than ten times uh, to a Dropbox, but what they did is they they followed the pinging of the phone because every phone has a unique signature, like a thumbprint in a way, and so you could tell which phone was repeatedly going to this box. And then they would say, Oh, look, this uh this phone is at this box at you know eleven thirty at night. Oh, let's look at the camera. Oh, it's this person, you know, this guy with the, you know, whatever red hair or something like that. And then it's like, oh, that phone returned. Oh, it's the same guy. Yep.
1: And they were required to have cameras on every single box. Now, states did not do it. A lot of states didn't, but they have enough video evidence to show that this was legitimate. And like you said, you know, like you were saying, there's a, there's a lot of places where people went six or eight times, but didn't go 10 times. Right. So and then also is that they would go um, they would ping that they went to a non-government, you know, 501 C three. That and then they would go, and then after that, then they would go to the boxes, and then they go back to this thing and get more. And they wouldn't just take five hundred votes, five hundred, and bump dump them all in one box because when you went to go the next day, you'd say, "Oh, there's there's like weird. There's all some five hundred box the notes, five hundred uh ballots in this box." So they would it would show that's a potential fraud. So they got a lot of people to go up to ten times with five or ten at a time, and so it didn't uh, spark uh, any concern. And uh, that's how they did it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I could see that there's definitely some pre-planning on on the uh, black hat side for that, you know. But uh, they weren't they weren't thinking about you know the phones being pinged. So I thought it was brilliant. Maybe that was uh, inspiration by the Holy Spirit, you know, just to mm-hmm. to, to to help. You know, when we pray many times lord help us help us in exposing uh darkness you know especially that verse in ephesians have nothing to do with the dark deeds um but expose them you know when we ask lord help us it's things like that people get inspired they get ideas like hey what about this and so that 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 seems to be one of those things. Well,
1: um, and she said she said one more thing, you know, before she went to the 2000 mule, she said, you know, the, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court changed the election laws um, and they, they violated their own state constitution. The Supreme Court's not allowed to change election laws. You actually have to have the legislative body meet and, def- and decide to change the laws. So that's a violation as well. And, the, you know, and that was one of the big ones that Trump was pointing out. So anyways, keep going.
0: Yeah. Um, before I start, we'll, we'll cover some of the things she talked about later because we'll pull up some other slides. So I don't want to change this video. Uh, one was the the bankrupt corporation. Um, she talked about that, the Act of uh, 1871. So I'll put that on the back burner. Um, also, I thought she brought up a good point when the you know that narrative. Oh, you know, um, all those cases. They, you know, cases they Sixty cases. Sixty cases. Yeah, yeah, you hear that all the time and it's just like, really? And then she comes out and breaks it down. And it's like no standing and and she really begins to explain it. If it hasn't been heard, you really can't say, you know, that anybody failed. It wasn't even, you know, it didn't even make it into the courtroom, you know. So it was shut down. So anyway, well, yeah, let's We'll continue
1: along. That goes along with what she says about it being a horrible mistake by Jack Smith and and those who have put him up to it. Because if this information now gets to go to a court and it actually goes into the public record and it's actually seen by everybody, game over. So,
0: yeah. Well, as Q said, these people are stupid. And I think uh, they may have not been looking downline enough, you know, and, and just looking right in front of their faces like, you know, I think some of them honestly believe they have a case uh, and then all of a sudden it, it just evaporates and they're like, what happened? You know, I think they're deluded. And, and I think God sometimes gives people over to their own delusion when they reject, um, you know, his promptings. Anyway, let's go on.
2: And that's the sense that we're getting from Trump's lawyer about what his defence is going to be. So he, this is all going to be based on free speech, the First Amendment in the US Constitution, that he had a right to say what he believed, and mm-hmm. he believed uh, that the election results were not uh, as was put out. But the point is, if you live in a democracy and you believe in a democracy, then that means that even if you don't like the outcome of an election, you respect that. Because it's a democratic vote.
3: Well, a, a democratic vote, and so therefore he should be silent about it. So he, has main... a, he has
2: a right to speak, but the issue, of course, is if he then acts to subvert that election
3: response. Oh, so c- that because you think he's being criticised because in Georgia he said, can you find me 12,000 votes? Or, um, you know, the thing is, he didn't try to subvert anything. What he's really done is he set up the deep state to come out, and that's why we're seeing all these things. I mean, it just was revealed with whistleblowers and um, Hunter Biden's ex-best friend that in 2015, um, the head of Burisma gave Joe and Hunter Biden 10 million bribe. In 2018, Hunter is, I mean, uh, Joe is on TV publicly saying that he threatened that unless they got the prosecutor fired, that um, he wasn't going to let them have their $1 billion in support. In 2019, Trump calls Zelensky to find out about what went on to get the prosecutor fired, and he gets impeached. Mm. I mean, that's... We've lived with it for a long time.
2: But, 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 that's, that's, we're almost at a time. I just, want, oh. I just want to pick you up on one thing. You said earlier on, you know, um, Donald Trump has been very clear on this. Is he a man that you be- I mean, look, he's about as believable as a chocolate teapot, isn't he?
3: Look, I know that. Oh, thank God you got the negativity in at the end and not the beginning. I can always count on you for that. Always. Um,
2: But it's a legitimate point to say that Donald Trump is a man who always speaks the truth. That can't be the case. I mean, it's hardly the case of any leader, to be fair. But I mean, definitely not Donald Trump.
3: Well, I don't know if I said everything or always, because I do call him the embellisher in chief, because he's Mm. a marketer. Um, But in terms of telling us things, optics you better believe that he's very much a straight shooter in terms of actions that he's going to take or what he thinks needs to be done you know they made fun of him because
0: i'll stop there for a minute so there's some some interesting dynamics here one of the things i've noticed is different than american tv is even though he has a different viewpoint um there's still some respect right and he talk he yeah, he let her talk and, and she just said, you know, I'm glad you you set this negativity at the end and not the beginning like you always do. But it, it's still like uh, smiling and, and, you know, just pleasant uh, where you go on the view and they're they're everything shy of calling each other names. Oh, he's just a racist. He's just, you know, uh, things like that, uh, rants and things. And, and so I, I liked that. Uh, and then he did give her ample time, didn't cut her off. And she came back with some pretty, you know, pretty good uh, comebacks, you know, yeah. with this. And so I, I, I liked that. Um, I'm trying to remember the last thing she said in this segment, but it was, um, oh, there's so much. I keep on remembering the other stuff. But anyway, I guess we'll keep on, um, keep on going. Well, I want
1: to point out a couple of ways that they attacked, you know, their arguments. The 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 female here, the woman on there, on the newscast said oh well if you if the vote in a democracy comes out then you go along with it even if you don't like the results and you're and, you're, and she's like well so if but if, but if it's if it's stolen he's supposed to be quiet she's like well no and I was like that's the point the point is is that defending democracy is pointing out it was stolen that's defending a mock democracy not going along with what everybody says happened when you when it's wrong and so yeah. Yeah. And then of course now he moves to attacking Trump's character and his uh, credibility, if he tells the truth or not. And I just love, she just parlays to something else.
0: But she also said, you know, like he's an embellisher cause he's a marketer yeah. and that could be true, you know? And so she didn't do a hard line. Like if you say this, I'll say that it's like, yeah, there's some things that he may embellish things uh, is what she's saying. I, I don't know exactly what, but um. You know, so I I see that she's playing fair. She's not like taking such a side that she only presents her arguments only. But it's like, right. okay, I'm gonna give you 10 percent of what you just said. Um, and so I did th- think that was interesting. So
1: yeah, and, but she says he's not. He didn't act to subvert anything. You know, he yeah, wasn't acting. Clear. He was acting to expose the subversion. So go ahead.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting, the newscaster, they, they were talking as if what they were saying was absolutely the truth, which is if you don't like the results, well, it's not about not liking the results. There's plenty of people that lost and they go, I lost. They know they lost. They didn't have enough votes. And yes, we're not supposed to just, you know, say we're, we're not going to give up and uh, we're going to hold in and stay in office. You know, if you got voted out, you got voted out, but this was not about that at all. This was completely a takeover, like never seen before. A takeover meaning, you know, here's a guy that's filling up stadiums, breaking records everywhere he goes. And then he's running against someone that never even ran, really. He stayed basically in the basement, you know. I don't think there was ever more than 100 people. The, the streets were never lined up uh, when he would go down the streets, you know. And so it's, it's pretty obvious. And, and then to do the mail-in, you know, for the very first time, and then to, to quit uh, counting votes in the middle of the night, you know, which is all addressed, all addressed in that uh, executive order that Trump made in, in September 2018, talking about the tabulation of votes and, uh, and all that. So, yeah, let's keep going. This is uh, good stuff, though. She's really dropping a, a lot of good truth bombs.
3: Because they assumed he broke protocol and walked in front of the queen. No, if you go back and look at it, you will see he looked at her. She gave a wave with her hand. He proceeded. She took a couple of steps. He stopped, and he waited for her to join. That was an optic to tell us that he then was going to bankrupt the US corporation because it was the Vatican, the Crown, and the US that was part since 1871. And we were giving you our tax dollars. We were paying back. You know, Forget this Tea Party and without taxation, without representation. We owed you a lot of money because you helped us in the Civil War. And so that is what Trump has now, he told the queen, I'm ending this. We're dissolving this corporation. We're going to go back to being a republic and we'll all be separate. The Pope wasn't happy. You should find the picture of him visiting the Pope. It took 650 planes to remove our gold from the Vatican Bank. I'm not
2: very happy about it, Jan, to be perfectly honest. We could do with your money at the minute. <laughs> Keep it flowing, I say. Um, Jan Halberhay's really good to see you. Thank you, you too. very much indeed. You too. Good to see you, as always.
3: Good to see you. So, yeah. A
2: lot Go of interesting
0: you. things covered there. Go for it. A lot of- yeah. Uh, you know, just even about the, 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 the queen um, I have, where is it? You know, they're talking about the queen. They're talking about how Donald Trump stepped in front all this stuff. And really that's not what happened. And and so what she was describing, I think I'll, I'll show um, real quick just to show, cause I was like, well, what, what is she talking about? You know, I had heard that he would stepped in front of the queen and you know, that was, horrible and you know and they made fun of them and all that stuff and in fact it wasn't that at all and so um got all these different sorry about that let me just here we go okay so they're walking and then right here she looks at him. He looks at her, and she waves her hand in front, like "go ahead." And so he walks ahead of her, and then he realizes he's in front, and then he stops, and he waits for her. And now he's walking again. So basically, that's all. That's all they were. Uh, yeah. That's all
1: they, they were doing. Him. They attacked him for that, and you know he was being rude, or he was, being, you know, and she's saying now this is interesting. You know, Jan is saying that that was actually an optic he was doing and I, I don't know if i agree with that i think it might be too long of a stretch but she then ties it to the fact that you know the uh, america is taking back it's it's uh, dissolving the corporation which is completely separate uh, taking back our gold from the vatican um that, that the pope wasn't happy i mean i think all of those things may be true um but i don't, we don't know for sure because there's just a level of deniability still but i don't know if i agree that the stepping in front of the queen was it meant anything at all but it is interesting that she pointed out that you know uh, that this thing happened where the pope was not happy look at the pope's face here
0: he does not look very happy there it,
1: it, it's really interesting <laughs> what she said was 650 planes of gold were taken back from the vatican which i don't know if you know how much gold that is some people say there's so much gold in the vatican it's crazy um the Pope definitely doesn't look happy here. Now, maybe it was just a moment. I don't know, but, but you know, the face you make when president Trump takes 650 airplanes of American gold from the Vatican back to the U S it's interesting. Look at this optic though. This is, this seems like purposeful. One Trump is always wearing a blue suit with a red tie, red, white, and blue today. He's wearing a black and white tie and a black suit, which, you know, you kind of reserve those often for, for a funeral. Look at, Look at his wife and daughter. They're dressed. Oh, she that was looks his like so, that's his daughter.
0: That's his wife. Now I see. And
1: that's his daughter. They. know now you know his wife is Catholic, so she would want to honor the Pope, right? But she shows up as though she's going to a funeral. I mean, it's, this is like something straight out of like the Haunted Mansion in the, at Disneyland, yeah. or uh, you know, a funeral procession out of in, in ancient England or something. She's dressed totally in black, and he's in black, and she's in black. And I'm just, and then in fact, everybody's in black, you know, like some sort of a funeral and he is not a happy camper.
0: Yeah. That's very interesting. So,
1: you know, may the or may not be true. may not mean anything, but I, you know, there's a good chance it could be that could have been an optic, you know?
0: Yeah. I did a little research because, you know, some of these things were so interesting to say the least, you know, and, and, and part of the process I have for accepting things as true, Or rejecting things as false um i have a third the third category and that's i put it on a back burner and just say okay i heard that i'm not going to make a decision on that and and that's just one of those things i i do believe that there could have been uh money taken from the vatican bank and and returned back to the us i don't know if it's 650 cargo planes worth um you know that might be something mike uh monkey works would have to prove out you know all these planes uh, going but You know, I I looked into Jan's uh, background, some of the things that she is, and she she is a commentator, uh, regular on the Great Britain newscast, which uh, Nigel Farage, if I'm saying his last name, right? uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a regular on there. Um, And so. Anyway, she's on there quite a bit. She's been on other things, you know, the Irish Times and things like that. She's actually a Stanford grad. Go Stanford! Um, I happened to go there at one time, and uh, she—I think it was 2017—she graduated in uh, political psychology, and so she really has studied the political climate, what people think, how they act in these uh, these settings and stuff. So I think she really understands the the psyche of people, how they how they operate, you know, and I think she could probably point out a white hat and a black hat uh, pretty well as well. She's part of the, she was part of the Trump transition team. Um, and then she had claimed to be the Department of Defense, uh, what, strategy, a strategist strategist, so, or an advisor. An uh, advisor, yeah, a consultant. Yeah. So, yeah. So she was that's, on a
1: task force. She said she was on, a, you know, I was on a task force with the Department of Defense and then she goes into that they got the goods they can present you know they have all the goods the task force
0: has it all you know the department of defense has it all right so, so those those are the positive things that that would give it some possible credibility there but then, then the things that uh you know take away from it would be you know i go to a website where they interview uh or not interview they do research on where did this first uh, come up on the internet you know 650 planes and you get you get sources like you know uh, uh, what was it uh, Charlie Ward you know Charlie Ward he's got some interesting guests on there I've listened to Charlie Ward before but there there's quite a bit of fantastic uh, just a little too fantastic f- for my for my taste um, but once in a while I'll, I'll listen to see what he's got he he definitely has some interesting um guests that are more main mainline, uh, but then he's got some guests that are really out on the fringe and uh, you know if anything it makes some good inf- uh opium or good uh entertainment you know but you got to be careful what what is actually happening you know is this actually accurate or not so anyway it, this uh this website went through hey th- we found it in three places back in 2020 and 2021 and they all seem to say 650 planes. She might've got that, or she may know directly, you know, if she's an advisory team. So I just kind of put it on the the back burner as, okay, it's a possibility. I'm not going to say it is. I'm not going to say it isn't. And so that's kind of my stance on, on, you know, on that. Well,
1: let me ask you this though, Ron, don't you think that Donald Trump re-truthing this and then General Flynn re-truthing this, that there is uh, some level of... Approval um, by her, or, you know, by Donald Trump, and by that, they're they're almost like it just seems like that they're being way more explicit now about the battle. Like there was a time back where Don Donald Trump was you know interviewed, and he was saying things like, "Well, I don't know." They said there's this deep state thing. I don't know if there's a deep state. Blah blah blah. Now he's like, "We are coming after the deep state." Like it came out of his mouth like probably five times and two or three times in tw- in truths this week. And he is oh, like right. being very. What's it so yeah i feel like uh, yeah, adrenochrome
0: is another example right it's like you know a couple of years ago people would go like you are absolutely off your rocker in conspiracy land and now you know you get people that are fighting trafficking saying absolutely 100 adrenochrome is real we've been fighting it we've seen it uh you know i mean jim kaviesel one one of those that and you know he just didn't do the movie he actually went on raids he had a research he had to actually you know pour himself into that world to understand what he was playing and that's why he's so right. compassionate some of the things or passionate i should say that's why uh you know he couldn't sleep for several years at night with the images he saw he was shown you know so yeah anything is possible definitely you know there was a, another part that she talked about which was and i wanted to get back to that which the uh, corporation right they right. the uh you know, Biden is the president of a bankrupt corporation. And this whole stepping in front of the queen may or may not have been a gesture to say, look, this is really those that know they knew what it meant, you know, and, and you know, not every message is for everybody. Right. Uh, right. Some people aren't even near being ready to uh, to understand these things. Uh, you know, they're still binge watching, whatever, you know. Um, and so. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But you know, she did talk about a corporation. So if if those that in the audience may have never heard of this before, um, you know, this this takes me back to my Patriot days when you know before the internet actually, when I had a thick hard book on you know the 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 Free Man's Compendium Compendium, you know, two hundred years of conspiracy and you know and all that that history. And one of the things they did talk about was basically what had happened was back in the revolutionary uh war or actually the before that actually the colonizing when they sent when england and um europe sent colonizers out to to colonize the new world uh the bankers backed them up i mean these people didn't have you know pilgrims right they didn't have any money i mean they could barely you know put things together not enough to, to have a ship and a crew And then a bunch of food and a bunch of equipment. Well, the whole making of the 13 colonies was funded by bankers. And so what the bankers did is they did a deal saying, okay, when you colonize and you get control of these new lands, we want to own those lands, you know, and and you'll pay taxes to us, and that's how. So it's not like it's in their name, but they own all the goods, you know, they they own the roots, the they have the monopoly. And so what had happened was, is when we had the Revolutionary War and we those 13 colonies rose up against England, um, they they, they severed those ties. Well, when they severed those ties, they also severed the ties to the banks. And the banks are like, well, actually, you owe us. Uh, we may not own that anymore, but you have a debt. And, and legitimately, right? I mean, if they put out all these pounds, you know, sterlings and all that – to support you. You can't just say, oh, well, we had a war and we don't know you. We wanted to honor. And so we we made an agreement that we would be in debt and we would pay these banks. And so that went on. Um, and and I, I've been told from what I was watching, at least and, and reading is there was like a 70 year note. And basically, by the time, um, you know, Lincoln comes around. Uh, we we still owe them. We we owe these bankers, and we're in debt, and um, and so we have to pay, and we don't have any money because we're broke from the Civil War. So who did we owe? When well, if you look at the Constitution, there is an Article Six, Clause One, where it says all debts contracted and engagements entered into before the adoption of this Constitution shall be valid against the United States under the Constitution. As under the Confederation, what they're saying there in our Constitution is any debts that were created before the Constitution, you still have to honor them. So, who do we owe? We owed England or these banks. Well, we also owed France because France France helped pay for the Revolutionary War against England for us to break away. So, we owed we owed all of these these people. So, by the time Civil War comes along and Abraham Lincoln comes and he says we don't have any money and we need money to help win this fight well th- can we redo the agreement cuz i can't pay it right now and it was coming up well the banks got together and said yeah we can redo it we want we want the property of all 43 states that's how many they had at the time not just the 13 original but let's let's get an extra 30 states in there well those southern states said we don't have anything to do with it we were not part of the original 13 And so we don't feel that we should be indebted paying and risking our property for this. And so, uh, you know, Lincoln turns around and says, okay, um, now he's not getting cooperation. He can't get a quorum on it. So he decides let's start a corporation. And that's where you see the United States all in capitals, every letter, not just the first letter of the word, but the whole entire thing. And it, it actually spills over into personal corporations. You and I, you know, when you have a birth certificate, it's all in caps. You get a driver's license, if you notice, it's all in caps. Uh, Social Security card, all in caps. Everything, everything that's government is all in caps. Well, that's a corporate entity, and supposedly, and I I can't prove this, but part of basic uh, 101, you know, patriot, hardcore patriot, is that when you're born. That birth certificate has a value says you're going to you're going to do this much value in your life. And it goes on an exchange and it's a bond. It's an exchange bond for that person. Um, And it's the corporation that was created in your name. And so. And it's worth something, and so the, supposedly when you die, the banks collect it and stuff. But anyway, that's that's kind of where all this stuff happened. I can't prove that part, but the U.S. corporation definitely was a corporation, and so this Act of 1871 kind of solidifies this this uh, this whole thing about corporation. It's interesting because the world um, at the Civil War up to that point, the states printed each of their own money. So you had like a Missouri dollar or a New York dollar. Um, but after the civil war, when this change happened, now you have a federal um, federal dollar that represented everything. So now the dollar or our money supply was controlled federally, not by the states. Each state was supposed to be its own nation. you know. And so that's what she's talking about, that this corporation called the United States, all in caps, did go bankrupt during Trump's time. And that was not something that Trump single-handedly said, let's bankrupt the country. This was part of design. The The whole deep state, uh, the fiat money, the fake money system, it can't live forever. If it takes $2 for every dollar it's in circulation, you have to have $2 worth of borrowing. Eventually, there's, like, there's not enough to borrow to pay off. I mean, there's more debt than there is money. There's more debt than there is gold in the world. How can you really ever pay off that debt? So it runs a course and then it collapses and they will collapse it. And when they do collapse it on purpose, uh, there's going to be mayhem. And at that point, what's believed is, uh, you know, our military is going to be overseas everywhere and UN troops will be right in here to bring peace. And all of a sudden, that's when people lose their rights saying, you know what, this just didn't work. Look, at the money system's a mess. The constitution's a mess, they'll, they'll tell us, and they will just take the rights away and transform the country into another one-world segment of the greater one-world order. And so that's kind of the the design. And so that's kind of what she was talking about when she was saying uh, Joe Biden is president of a uh, you know bankrupt uh, corporation. Yeah, and this so- is one of the
1: things that G. Edward Griffin talks about in his book, The Creature for the Jekyll Island. He talks a bit about, the development and the creation of the Federal Reserve, which is in 1913, and how you know the, the basically the way the money has been ran in America is you know fraudulent, and it's going to have to be righted at some point, and kind of what you mentioned. So, yeah, you know, we're we're kind of off subject big time, but uh, you know, there's I think the key here is that there's some major booms that this woman laid out. Uh, Donald Trump retruthed her. Um, General Flynn retruthed her. Um, which means leads me to believe that much of what she's saying is probably true. I think the most important thing is that they have the goods. And Donald Trump has said multiple times, we caught them all. We have all, have it all. We know them. I caught them. I caught them. He said that multiple times. We've caught them. We have it all. And then you you just have yeah, people say, oh, he's talking nonsense. So what is going to happen here is if this court case goes to court and it's televised, it could be the very thing that is the proof that the election was stolen. It would be relitigated. Um, it would expose the deep state and all of the wickedness. And and I think some places are having like you know Donald Trump won won by like four hundred and eight electoral votes and and Biden lost by like one thirty eight and there's something ridiculous like that. I don't know. I'm not the math isn't accurate, but it, it ridiculously over it was a huge win for Trump and they had to. They had to they had to steal it. So
0: you know the a PSYOP war, you know, I don't claim to understand it, but I know that it's it's pretty intense. And one of the things is is disinformation can also be said to to position your opponent. So in other words, you have 90% of the things that are true, then you have this one outlandish thing and he may support it. And they'll focus in on, oh, this is look, this all made up. This guy's crazy. And they focus in on that. And he lured them in, but they the rest of the people heard the other 90%. And then right. when that 90% is proven in court, and people go, Oh my gosh, I remember that was said. And they, you know, and so I'm not saying that's what happened, but I could see that as a possibility that even if it's not a hundred percent, but there's a big chunk of it that is absolutely right on it's already accomplished what it needed to. And that was, he needed, he needed the, the deniers to start spreading it. So people would say, Oh, what is this crazy thing he's talking about? Let me listen to the whole thing. And so uh, who knows, you know, but I definitely believe that uh, him retruthing it definitely gave it some validity and he would know better than you or I, right? I mean, if anybody knows it would be him. So, I mean, he's, he's on the inside, right? It's about him. He knows all the the treaties that have to be signed and, and, and those things. So. Well, and
1: not not only another person who's on the inside is general Flynn. And and I was going to share this also that I don't know if you noticed, but, uh, general Flynn actually published a book, um, a book called, um, I'm going to share this screen real quick. He published a book called the five, the citizen's guide to fifth generational warfare. Check this out. Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare: Introduction to 5G W Gen- Generation Warfare, and it just talks about what psyops are and what you know that, that we're in the middle of World War Three. This is a World War Three of psyops, and you might say, okay, that just sounds so outlandish and so crazy. But most people don't know this. But um, Barack Obama signed a, 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 a agreement to do the Smith month months. Uh, Modernization Act. And that was where the American government can use broadcast media to uh, distribute to the American people to help them believe what they want them to believe, which we call propaganda. Right. Well, the CIA, the State Department and all these other organizations in the the government have been using the Smith months. The Smith months act was a made it legal for the United States to disseminate broadcast information that obviously would be favorable to us to all other countries in the world, except the domestic population of America. Well, Barack Obama made it in 2008. I think he signed and made it possible that you could actually do PSYOP operations on the American people. So what we are seeing happen right now is the the state department, the government, the department of defense, all these organizations that, that previously it was illegal for them to put forth propaganda on psyop the american people you know barack obama made it legal now they were already doing that and they, you know the, the the state department was already proven back during the church committee that the american government government had infiltrated media and movies and 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 they had people paid by the CIA to put forth arguments and stories and narratives that the government wanted into the American population. But it was covert and it wasn't legal to do. And they said, well, we stopped doing that. But we know they haven't. I mean, even the organization called the CAA, which is an operative of the CIA, which is this academy agency, the creative academy agency. This itself is actually an opera is a paid for with government money and with your money tax dollars to put forth broadcast news media uh, that favors the American population. What what happens when that news information doesn't favor America? What happens when people have taken it over and they're no, now they're broadcasting things that favor a deep state but not America's best interest and definitely not the We, the people, America, that's the challenge is the people of America have been basically paying for their own brain, brainwashing PSYOP for the last hundred years through, you know, through these, through these acts. So this is the type of thing that we're waking people up to is not just to wake the bear for California, but we're waking people up to what's going on in in America right now. And we are seeing a very well laid out plan. And I just want to go back to this one last thing is that, you know, President Abraham Lincoln said, America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it was because we destroyed ourselves. And, you know, we have to rule our ourselves. If good people don't rule, they will have to suffer bad people in control. So we're trying to wake people up in California. We're trying to wake people up in this nation. That's why Wake the Bear exists. So thanks for joining us tonight. God bless you. Uh, don't just believe what the news tells you. Do your research. Use That's your right.
0: Also, any other good movies out there? There's one that was Out of Shadows, and now there's one this called. This has been Out of radio the Light Radio on KSCO. That's coming. We're going to show Maybe it on the twenty fifth AM dial. Yes,
3: into the light. <laughs>